0: Welcome to Healthy Leads, the one-stop podcast that bridges the gap between small to mid-sized businesses and digital marketing in this interconnected age of the internet and artificial intelligence. If you are looking to increase your online lead flow and close deals, or just someone interested in the fusion of business growth and digital marketing, this podcast is your avenue for success. Now, let's get to our hosts, Ryan Atkinson and Angel Ty Lebron.
1: Welcome everyone to the Healthy Leads podcast brought to you by Ellington Digital. Today we are going to talk about AI and robotics, usage cases in healthcare, smart home appliances, and statistics you need to know about. You've got Ryan and Angel on the podcast today. Angel, happy, happy Tuesday.
0: How are you feeling for this one? Pretty, pretty good. Especially after uh, yesterday, I got to see that movie.
1: We, and that's what we got to start <laughs> out with. The creator. Give me, give me, give me your review on the creator. I this so, is the first person I spoke with that seen this movie, so I'm curious on your mm, review.
0: Yeah, so overall, I was like, this is just number one. It felt like a very cinematic masterpiece. Like, I like, felt like the scenes and the like, cuts and even the selection of the actors. I was like, all right, like this is this is like a real cinematic type of movie. Like the cut scenes and everything. So I love that. I love that there was an actual storyline. I love the fact that the storyline was like super hype relevant it felt like they were almost incorporating every single fear that we have now of AI into the movie itself um the soundtrack I remember you were mentioning last time you were saying it was going to be it was going to be a masterpiece that was definitely a really good soundtrack I wish I could remember the song or the part where there was like a specific song that I was like man like this I was like in the movie theaters dude yeah <laughs> it's just bumping but overall man that was definitely like an eight out of ten yeah, yeah, Hans and-
1: Zimmer did a great job on that. Uh, that was actually one of my favorite Hans Zimmer movies uh, where he's done the music on it. My review on it is it was a really, really big movie. You had mm-hmm. literally people, you're in the ocean for some scenes and the next scene you know you're in outer space like battling robots. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very big movie and it's the director of Rogue One and Godzilla. And I feel like the whoever came together and said, you're the director of Rogue One, director of Godzilla. Make a really big movie about a futuristic event and see how it comes out. And next thing you know, the creator comes out. And I thought it was a masterpiece on cinema, um, storytelling, um, and really hitting home on some of those fears. Because I spoke with someone as well, and I told him I was going to this movie. And, like, those are my two biggest fears is, like, a World War Three and AI. And the creator lived up to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like It was, like, almost as if it was, like, the perfect fusion of every fear this is like the next world war and yeah i was just like i was like man they literally captured everything from the fact of like even the scene in the scenes of where he was like falling in love with yeah. uh like some of the people there like falling in love with robots and you'll see that the robots would die and they'd be like oh my goodness they would like <laughs> they'd be actually feeling it and then he kept telling the the, the main person he was like he like they just uh they're just robots sorry right? they have no feelings and then he was like starting to get confused all the way toward the end of the movie, because initially he was like, yeah, they're, they're, they're just robots. And so then he was like, maybe they're not just robots. Like, it's, you know?
1: uh, it was pretty crazy. And yeah, it, uh, it really did hit home on some of the stuff. I'm excited to talk about robotics today and AI, because I feel like a lot of it will pertain to the creator. But if you are listening to this, definitely go check it out. Um, and 100%. before we do that, we also have to hit on my winners of the weekend. So ask me, I said last week I got a story to share, but ask me what my winners of the weekend are.
0: All right. What are your winners of the weekend?
1: I am going to say the NFL. And I will tell you why hmm. on Sunday or on Sunday morning, they had the Jets or they had uh, the Jaguars and Falcons play. And hmm. they had that Toy Story themed game where they were um, pertaining to like the younger audience that are interested in Toy Story. Um, it drew an average of t- 2.06 million viewers with a total of 30.65 million across CBS and Nickelodeon. Wow. So that's how they opened their Sunday was <laughs> attracting that younger market. How they closed their Sunday was the Taylor Swift game, which, ready for this statistic, the Chiefs Jets game on Sunday night averaged 27 million viewers, making it the most watched Sunday show since Super Bowl, whatever, on Fox in February. They yeah. dominated this week, pulling in the younger generation, also pulling in women to watch the NFL. So, hats off to you, NFL. You are the winner of the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Like, there's a lot of eyeballs and even. I feel like everyone even tunes into the Super Bowl. Like, how many people that tune into the Super Bowl don't even watch football? <laughs> like, Seriously. I'm curious. How many, I'm curious how many people like tuned in and they're like, I don't even know what's going on. But
1: it said that there was around like two million like new women that watch it. I don't know how they track that or anything, but uh, they are the real winners of the weekend, getting eyeballs on their products. Um, so yeah, hats off the NFL and hats off to the creator for uh, a great weekend. We applaud you both. Uh, but we person. do want to talk about AI and robotics. Uh, robotics is something that we're both, we're, we are both really enjoy talking about. We've talked about on the show before. Um, but specifically, we want to talk about the usage cases in healthcare, manufacturing, agriculture, transportation, smart home appliances, and aerospace. Uh, we're going to specifically talk about healthcare. But is there one that, like, comes to mind for you? Or what are your initial thoughts on
0: robotics? Uh, I think from my very young age, I've always loved, loved computers. Like, I've assembled my own computer, like, Fortunately, it's broken right now, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have to fix it. But yeah, like I built my own computer, so like I've always, always had a love for hardware. Like the initial mm. field that I was going to go into was um, computer hardware engineering. So I've always had a love for hardware. I've always loved robotics. I never got to like really make my own, you know, machine learning or anything like, yeah, a- exponential like that. But I definitely think they have a place in uh, the medical field, especially like one thing that has always interested me. Was from like if i would watch any cartoons that people would have like exo skeleton suits yeah those are the, always the coolest things and i never really knew it was real until like i got into an argument with a dude on uh bigger pockets which was like a real estate farm <laughs> yeah yeah and then I, I found out what he did and he, he deals with like robotics and exo skeleton suits and helping paraplegics and stuff like that so i always thought that field specifically was was really cool especially seeing like all the surgical yeah. robots do do surgery with a grape or something like that so yeah
1: yeah, that's, um, I think in healthcare, it's a really interesting field to apply robotics. Because what we've talked about in the past is like there's a staffing shortage with healthcare. Uh, there's a lot of repetitive tasks. And one usage case for it um, is a company called Trudy, or that's what the robot's called. And it's an autonomous robot program to scout the hospital premises and disinfect all target areas. Um, so just imagine this robot going around your hospital cleaning for you. Um, that is something that you could do um, like a janitorial role. But also it does free up space for your staff to not have to focus on disinfecting, just having a robot do it. So yeah, I feel like uh, in healthcare, there's so many usage cases for robotics and that's just one simple one. And we'll also dive into more soon.
0: Yeah. Simple cleaning is like something so simple, but nobody would think like, hey, you have to pay somebody continuously. You have to tell your staff continuously, hey, check on this, do this. So that definitely helps out.
1: Yeah, what do you think the conversations are like um, with these healthcare companies or like these huge hospitals? Because hospitals, obviously, I don't know what their average revenue is or whatnot, uh, mm-hmm. but they are strapped on a lot of resources of recent times. COVID kind of locked that down a lot. Um, what do you think like the real value prop of like like a Trudy? Like, hey, let's bring in a robot that will aut- automatically do this. Uh, I, I'm just, just spitballing here just out of curiosity.
0: Yeah. I-, I would imagine that it would probably be pretty big, especially because after COVID, now everyone, especially in the healthcare field, like they still wear masks. And yeah. so it's like the cleanliness and making sure everything is literally just clean and free of bacteria and pathogens, whatever. I feel like it's just a huge, humongous market. I mean, there's countless businesses that have been built on a PPE, I think personal like protective equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that gear. So like there's so many businesses that have been built off of that. So I think having a robot that takes care of the basic necessity, even before COVID, you had to clean your bathroom. Like you still yeah. had to be some, amount of clean. Like there still had to be some type of janitor on staff. So if you're able to automate that and whatever the upkeep costs or whatever the purchase price is to have a robot like that, that would be a lot. I, mean, I feel like that would be very beneficial rather than having somebody on staff and maybe not even being as thorough. Cause you're probably like, I don't know, a random person, a person might be like, I don't want to clean all this today. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they might just cut corners throughout the shift or something. But it's a robot. They're not going to cut corners so.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I do think like, I feel like with robotics and a lot of AI stuff, it is like a long-term play. Like these robotics might be expensive, but if you don't have to hire maintenance staff um, to do it, I mean, it might not pay itself back in one year, but two, three years, um, I could definitely see there being an ROI there. Yeah. Um, and with robotics, yeah, they can work 24-7 around the clock. They can work. They don't have to take holidays. Um so there is a long-term play with robotics, I believe. And it's similar to AI and like actual usage cases with like like D to C companies that we talked about last week.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, like a janitor might cost you about 50 to 60,000. Like if you want to make it a super really good janitor, I mean yeah. you might pay them 70. So it's like, if you have to do that and that's their first year salary, you may just make that up in within just one year.
1: Yeah. And I think, oh, another really cool and that we'll talk about here is Moxie by Diligen Robotics. Um, So this robot will assist clinician staff in non-patient, non-patient facing tasks, delivering surgical instruments, lab samples, and medication. Uh, Think of it as like a personal assistant for a doctor. And I think that's a better usage case for it. Um, So they don't have to be running around. You don't have to have someone in the room um, and it'll just deliver it real quick. So I do, I do like the Moxie by diligent robots. I think that's a really good usage case as well.
0: Yeah, me, me as well. I think even... If I'm not mistaken, my grandfather is actually one of the uh surgical assistants. No so, like, way. Pre- yeah, so like he would prepare the room, like hand the doctor all his stuff while they're doing it. Cause the doctor, I'm pretty sure if, if I got my like, gray's anatomy, if it's <laughs> any way similar to what it's really like in the surgical room, like they're just standing there and they're just like they can't really move. Like they have to have other assistants and nurses, like help them out. So <laughs> I think that would be very beneficial to have, you know, like yeah. a robot just come over and be like, Here you go, sir. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And
1: stuff. obviously, like you have them in healthcare, but a lot of other like industries are adopting this. I think in manufacturing, I think that's the cookie cutter. Um, you imagine assembly line, you just imagine like a bunch of robotics around it. Uh, my roommate works for Tesla. Um, I haven't been able to see their floor or anything, but like you've seen tours of like the giga factories, like these huge factories, and there's robotics going all around. So it is a worry that robotics will place jobs, I believe, in people's minds, but like it also really does help businesses like be able to free up that staff to have a robot do these manual and tedious tasks yeah
0: and and i wonder i feel like probably can't go too much into that conversation but like with the jobs getting lost sometimes i'm like well it does open up another job as well like once like for every job that's lost i feel like another job is opened up you know where it's like oh you have to become a really good prompt for every yeah robot there might there has to be a prompt engineer for every like it, it goes into the fact, oh, all right, like you're probably just gonna have to get a different skill set at that point, which is sometimes unfortunate, but I guess you're gonna have to keep growing over life, you know?
1: Yeah. And I did want to pull up the statistic real quick, just out of curiosity, and we're gonna play into another quick impromptu round of trivia. Uh, so mm-hmm. Frey and Osborne, 2017, 2017, estimated that in the next two decades, robots will replace humans in blank percent of jobs, especially manual labor jobs. I'm curious. Robots will replace humans in XYZ percent of jobs, especially manual labor jobs. What do you think that percentage is?
0: 23.
1: 23. It's actually double that. It's 47. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and that's in the next decade. So that's why 2027, 20, with some of the advancements in artificial intelligence that might even speed up, but. With mm. all that, it is expensive to actually like adopt adopt these things. So I don't know if it'll be that quick, but that's a very high percentage, which is a little scary, but yeah, know, I'll always be working on skill sets, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I, I just wonder how much where the new jobs will come in. Like, yeah, for every, for all these displaced jobs, it's not like you could just have 45% of Americans on the streets. That's exactly it's just, it's not going to happen. Like, there's going to be some change. Like, this has been throughout the entire history of the world, like, there's going to be change. The the same jobs that there were back then, they're not now, you know, so.
1: Exactly. And, you, I mean, you still need people to, like, work on these robots. So maybe if that replaces one job, uh, there's also, I mean, robots do have to be worked on. They're going to break down at some point. Like, you need someone to to actually be a technician on that. So, like you said, for every job that is replaced, I do believe that more jobs will actually open up.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah. And then there's also a ton in agriculture as well. Um, I'm from Iowa. I've been kind of around the farming lifestyle. I've seen it <laughs> enough to know about it, but I think agriculture is another one where robotics are able to come in and really, um, make an impact because a lot of that is repetitive tasks. And if you can automate that with robotics, I think there's a huge usage case
0: there. Yeah. So, have you ever like worked on a farm at all or like tried it?
1: You know, my fun fact used to be that uh, I grew up in Iowa, but I actually never, I've been on a farm less than five times in my life. Um, wow. Yeah, so it's actually kind of like, uh, I don't know, uh, I'm sorry to all my fellow Iowans, but I i can't actually speak the farm lingo
0: too well. Wow. They, I, I, granted, like most of the farms, like I've never, that's actually my personal goal eventually is to have like my own sustainable land and, Oh, that's awesome. You know, to to live off the land and just not have to rely on so much of like the other stuff, pump my own food. So yeah, that's yeah. I definitely want to eventually get to, I just have to, I just have to move out of the city life, I guess.
1: Like, I was going to say, you might have to move out of Tucson and definitely don't yeah. ask me for advice. Cause I'm not going to be the one to be able to do that for you. Um, but when you do get those homes or when you do get that home in Iowa on a piece of farmland, uh, there are a few smart home applications uh, for robotics. And my favorite that I really want to buy on Prime Day coming up is the <laughs> iRobots, these uh, vacuums. So, of course, you have healthcare, manufacturing, agriculture that are these huge robots. But there's also a lot of simple usage cases for robotics in your own home. Uh, are you? Do you have a, any robotics in your home, like a vacuum cleaner or anything like that? Uh,
0: yeah, I literally have the vacuum <laughs> No <laughs> like, way. Yeah, it's, it's not the iRobot. I will say I got the knockoff version. But it's still, it's still robot bagging. You just kind of I call him Henry, and he just kinda of goes around and just sleeps up, sets up everything. So
1: I'm not gonna Which lie, can... I love Henry and what's when did you when did you get that? Was it like a present or did you buy it yourself?
0: It, it was yeah, my, my wife bought it for me. It was for okay. uh Christmas. Yeah, so Christmas she okay. bought it. Also gift for uh, herself though. I, that's what I was gonna say. I was like it's cause I didn't <laughs> sleep enough. So she was just like I'm gonna just buy this for you. I was like, all right.
1: I love that. There is a deal right now because I was looking today. So if you are looking about getting a vacuum cleaner, they're on sale actually like $100 off. So oh. also yeah, it was a good,
0: I thought it was going to be so much more expensive, but it actually is not that expensive. But I will say the iRobot ones definitely go up there in price. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think it, it's, it's important just to talk about like those smart home applications for it. just because like, like I said, robotics doesn't seem like super big, but they're also being used in our everyday lives. Um, one that I do think is far fetched is Amazon Astro if you're li- listening definitely take a look at it but it's like this cute little robot that'll like follow you around and like it's alexa following you around but it has two wheels so it can like pick stuff up from you i think it can clean it's like a security thing um so amazon astro is a purchase i actually want to be making in like the next 10 years so angel if i invite mm-hmm. you to my wedding that's uh, and i have that on my uh, wedding <laughs> registry please get that for me
0: <laughs> i got you got you. <laughs> imagine he's like the ring bearer he's just like Kind yeah I mean, the, <laughs> seriously
1: there you go if we can coordinate that get the amazon astro for me before the wedding and that'll be the ring bear that is actually perfect
0: that's <laughs> what oh, i feel like even watching the the creator i feel like that's literally going to be our lives or there's going to be like robot butlers just handing you stuff and ring bearers like just robot ring bearers priests. yeah
1: i think what the scariest part of the creator um and getting to like advance advanced robotics is like the usage it of as like police officers like that would that was be scary that <laughs> was like oh my god like
0: i actually hope that never happens Um uh, but
1: maybe there is human fault or like human error that could be eliminated with robotics so
0: yeah i did i didn't want to i don't want to spoil it for everyone that doesn't see it, but i think you know what i'm talking about when i say the the human error part in, mm. in the movie okay what well, we'll talk about it all. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, this. yeah, don't, no <laughs>
1: spoiler alert. It's a big movie, I will say. It's yeah, a big, big movie. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there is a lot in there. Um, and I do want to talk about the impact of robotics and AI. Uh, one statistic that I found was by 2025, AI and robotics is predicted to have as much as a $23 billion impact on the services industry. $23 billion. That's with a B, not an M. Um, that's a huge impact. I think that's, is the potential of robotics and AI is to really impact industries that could be eliminated with, uh, robotics, but there's also a lot of good when it comes to that as well.
0: Yeah. It, it's more, I feel like it's more, mostly going to be the, uh, the manual labor type of mm-hmm. kind of market, you know, before it's anything else. Cause I feel like the edge that other types of jobs have is that it's sometimes software based, and yeah. communication, like it's easy. Most of the time I'm, I'm seeing it be some type of software and communication. So it's like, that's, I guess a little bit harder because we could then use the software, yeah. so the manual labor jobs, it's like, you're just instantly taken out right then and there by just like one, tool. but I guess for, for the software side, it's, oh, here's something that makes your job easier. Here's another thing that makes your job easier. Okay. Your job is getting so easy to the point where now we're just gonna replace you with this autonomous robot or yeah. whatever it may be, software
1: yeah i think these two areas are like super interesting um just because like i feel like ai and robotics is like such like a futuristic thing i feel like ai is here but mm-hmm. i mean like would you agree with this or disagree with this um like robotics i feel like hasn't fully ingrained into like my personal life um mm-hmm. i don't know how do you feel about that
0: take i'll, I'll say the robotics side yeah because like the hardware like I think when we think of AI, sometimes we think of like the robot, the Robocops, like walking down yeah. the street or something like, like we're thinking of that or being in the hospital and seeing like, like, for example, I go to Walmart, there's a robot that just cleans all the floor all throughout Walmart. And I see it all the time. Really? So yeah. Oh, that's it's, sick. Uh, I haven't seen yeah, that so, yet. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, I an operating at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Like it's usually, you're always going to see it at night. Like mm. I used to always go at the nighttime. So it was I would go at night and I would see like this robot just just going around just cleaning the floors. It was like seeing it for the first time was so crazy, but I was just like, got used to it. So I think those types of robots, I'm very more like desensitized, desensitized to, And I see them more often. And then in my everyday life, I always see like actual machine learning. Like every single day in my everyday life, I see machine, machine learning and software and And then I go on LinkedIn, I see 50 million other software tools that are getting released and stuff. So I, I find it to just be very constant things are just new, new, like this is just something new every week, every day, honestly.
1: Yeah. I, a thousand percent agree with you. Um, I'm a morning Walmart person, by the way, you're a night morning Walmart person, (laughs) but I love that. Uh, But yeah, I feel like with AI, like, especially with the, the release of ChatGBT, what was that December of last year or so? Somewhere around there. Yeah um like That's I feel crazy. like it just... doesn't even
0: feel like that long ago <laughs> I know
1: seriously it doesn't but we're kind of up on a year out of it but maybe it wasn't I don't know um but I feel like I use ChatGPT like every day but like robotics hmm. is like something I just haven't seen or like been involved with as much so I feel like barriers might be because it's so expensive and like too like mm-hmm. I just don't have a usage case it for it and so of course these companies do but in my personal life I just don't yet besides an iRobot But I haven't bought it because it's expensive (laughs) for my personal budget anyways.
0: (laughs) There could be things like, I don't know if the ring camera would fit into there. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, it might have the the detection software or something like that. Self-driving cars. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. The self-driving cars that we see every day of the Tesla and stuff. So like that's a prime example. I think that's like the first everyday kind of, there probably is another one that we're not thinking of that we probably become desensitized to. But the cars, I think, are like the biggest kind of change and impact to seeing like a car with no driver on it. I mean, I, I still have yet to see that and I don't think it's legal yet, but you get know what I'm saying, like self-driving cars. It's crazy to me. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. And I think that is the furthest development we've seen with like, and I could definitely be wrong on that. Well, please let me know if you're listening if I'm wrong on that. <laughs> but it's uh that AI in self-driving cars. Uh, In Austin, there's a uh, cruise um, owned by Google, I'm pretty sure, uh, but they go on like a little two mile lap around the city and it's an autonomous car. There's nobody in it. It is so freaky to see, Uh, but it's so cool to see. And in San Francisco, I know, uh, those autonomous vehicles have been kind of getting a little stern of people up where like Mm -hmm. they're putting cones on top of it and causing traffic jams. But to your point, I think that is the furthest we've seen with AI and robotics.
0: Yeah. And I think that's for more like for the everyday person, like there's probably other people in certain jobs where they're going to see like that robot that replaced whatever major person, but I think in the everyday person, cars are like the biggest one and maybe even the kiosk for like, a, if you go to like restaurant or not restaurant, more fast food, but like those yeah. little kiosk stations, I always see that. So
1: yeah, I, I got to ask, what's your opinion on those? Cause in Austin, they're everywhere <laughs> and I do not like them. Give me a person to order from.
0: <laughs> I will say I, I, I'm beyond, I like it. I like it only Fair. because I, that's fine. Yeah. The person just, sometimes they mess up your order. They may take too long. and be doing something. It's like, I could just pull right up to the kiosk and just put my card in. I pay, I get my ticket, and then I could just grab my order. I don't know. It's the convenience. I do like talking to people. Like, I'm more of an extroverted person. So I like interacting with folks. But if it's something I just want to get in and out, fast fast food, like, I just want to go to the kiosk and get my hey, food. And, and
1: that's super fair. It is a convenience standpoint. And that's what I think. Uh, robotics will help with is like those convenient things of just being able to walk up to like a restaurant and order food um just yeah. simple implementations like that speeds up the process so much quicker
0: exactly but maybe eventually i'll get like a robot waiter or <laughs> the bench
1: <laughs> has like the robot butler so i can foresee that in your future um and yeah definitely look that up because that is like the perfect use of ai and robotics uh yeah. in it but That will wrap us up for the everyday people that are listening. I know you are super busy, so we are going to close it there. Thank you for listening today. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Angel. Any last words for them?
0: Uh, no, everyone just go see the movie. It was a very good movie. So those are my last thoughts. Perfect. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today. Awesome. Peace.